I farted in Planet Fitness, and it set off the lunk alarm. <laughs> the funk alarm? That's yeah, a real thing alarm. that Scotty Allen Day said in his latest video. Really? Yes. I'm not even lying. The first thing he Come says is when you open the video, I'll put a clip of it in here. He says <laughs> he set off the lunk alarm at Planet Fitness by farting. Hey, everybody. It's just Beast. Welcome back to my channel. I farted at Planet Fitness so loud I set off the lunk alarm. If people don't know what that is, it's the alarm that sets off at a after a certain amount of decibels if you're dropping weights or grunting or something. And he says that he set it off farting. And I don't know how loud you would have to fart and how close you would have to be to it to make it go off. I don't know if it would be the sound of the fart, but maybe it was so bad that the employee... Because they, they could just flip that switch and yeah, flip it on. I think that it's was like my... a, a disturbing behavior. Like, you stink, man. And guess what? It's probably not just his farts. Like, once again, it's probably his, his stinky feet. feet. And they're sick of him. Yeah, his whole body. And he just doesn't care every time someone says something. He calls them oatmeal farts, too, which is even... Yeah, ugh. he said... Another thing he said in the last couple days is that his... He said oatmeal farts, and that... Which one? I don't know what that is. I've never heard of that. I'll grant him the beans thing when he was eating 300 grams of protein a day with only beans. Yeah. That'll make you fart, but I don't get how oatmeal would make you fart. Only beans is his, uh... Site. Yeah, he sells jars of farts. Like Christina oh, I love Perry. That song. Christina Perry. <laughs> My understanding of the lunk alarm is that it has to be done manually. I didn't think it was like an automatic thing. Oh, does it? Oh, they did. Yeah, so it must it has have been. Because be, fucking... that shit would go off all the time for no reason. Yeah, so it must. Or like the music playing in there or whatever. Like it get loud. You would want it going off. So it must have just been that like either he was ripping like gas, thinking that there's like an old like fitness meme about everybody headphones. Like. You fart when you're on a bench and you like look around like yeah. mischievously and then just everyone's wearing headphones and all knows that you farted. So it was like loud as fuck. Or yeah, he just stinks. I, it's probably a combination of both. Maybe they've had, already had complaints about him. And they just like they walk by and just smell him and they're like, yeah, that's a fucking it's the funk alarm, dude. Sir, we do have showers here. We have showers that you can use and towels and stuff, and we're not sure why you're not Oh, uh, don't tell him there's towels there, man. Let's put, put some towels on it. Oh, yeah, all the towels are suddenly gone. <laughs> or they're all yellow. Ooh. Why are all the towels, towel, towels yellow? All the towels yellow. All the yellow. I was going to say, the phone losers guys, they used to do these pranks where they would call different uh, Planet Fitnesses and talk to the staff and pretend to be corporate and say, we need you to test the lunk alarm. And the employees oh, do have yeah. a button where they can set it off, and you could hear it yeah. going off in the background. Yeah. It used to be so easy to do that. If you're at a retail job right now and someone calls and says, hey, I'm from corporate from wherever you are, can you turn off all the circuit breakers? That's not <laughs> corporate. Do you guys remember the Phone Losers one where it was, uh, I think, Boston's Pizza, but not the Canadian one, like Boston's here? And they, they were calling... Um, I, it was somebody that was there with his friends. Yeah, he, he checked it because they would find these guys when they would check in on Foursquare back when that was a thing. And they would call these locations and be like, so-and-so, you are the 250 millionth person served at our establishment. Uh, you've won a million dollars. Like, <laughs> first of all, <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, they that was an amazing thing. Say, like, Hi, this is so-and-so from corporate. Bring us, to, bring us to that table over there where blah, blah, blah is sitting. So funny. Yeah, like not corner. calling that guy, calling the staff at the restaurant where they're at, right. and then having them call out their name or go see them. Because the person's so, so official. If the if the, well, the waiter came and told you something like that, you'd be like, "Oh, sweet, 
you wouldn't think you're getting pranked. It, like putting a middleman there, like the employee, is the most. It makes it so real. Yeah. That one that they kept that guy, one guy on the phone for like 25 minutes. He was like, <gasps> just fucking hyperventilating. He's like, I can't believe it. I never win anything. <laughs> yeah. How would you know it's fake? Oh, and Cruel. do you remember like? They were like, you have to go to the back of the restaurant to claim it. And like, they'd have him on the phone and he'd just be like walking through the kitchen and shit. Oh my God. That was so, so evil. I did that once. At a restaurant that checked in on Foursquare, walked through the kitchen of the restaurant looking for like cash. (laughs) I did that once to a Dunkin' Donuts, like late at night where I got someone to turn off the circuit breakers and I, eventually they turned it back on. Oh my God. It was like a two-tiered prank where I got, it was like someone that I, I forget, like my wife knew them or like I knew them or I went to school or like, you know, they, they were like a dick to someone I knew or something. And we yeah, like just I like called uh, the Dunkin' Donuts late at night and. You don't need to explain yourself to me, buddy. I get it. <laughs> and then uh, I, I called like 10 minutes later and says, I, uh, are you guys open? Because I just drove by and all the lights were off. And they're like, no, we, we just had a. Uh, you know, corporate was having us test the power and stuff, so that's... <laughs> Fuck corporate, man. They're always like, fucking uh, with us. Telling the manager tomorrow morning, well, uh, so, so corporate called and they had me turn off all the fridges with the milk in it. Dude, I did, I did that to the hospital. It fucked up a ton of shit. <laughs> <laughs> we need to check your blood fridges are still working, so if you just, like, take all the blood out of them and leave it, and then we get a temperature check... In the fridge in three hours. Hi, Yo, I got the, the Red Cross to throw out all their blood because I said it had AIDS in it. It's a great <laughs> prank that I just did. <laughs> Hundreds of thousands oh. of gallons of blood down the drain. That Remember when Pepsi did that? When they accidentally had a bunch of AIDS in their Pepsi? Man, that fucking time on Twitter was so annoying. That's what Kiss whole, did. There was a whole thing about uh, AIDS being in... No, it was Coke because it was in Atlanta. There was AIDS in a batch of Coke. And they were like saying, don't drink it. It's like... <laughs> Pre-pre-pre-pre-queuing shit. Yeah, like the needles and the coin returns. It wouldn't even survive in there. Like, you, Pepsi will you dissolve be- your teeth. I don't <laughs> think a, a disease could... A virus definitely couldn't, because it can't... AIDS can't survive long on anything. It has to be in a body. Dude, I was watching this video the other day of... You might have gotten it in your YouTube recommendations, because 60 Minutes has been uploading, like, some of their most famous... Um, segments that are like related like crime stuff all together in like a one hour block really good videos by the way and this one was um when they caught whitey bulger and when he was in disguise and shit but then like they need to fill the rest of the hour so there are a few more stories and one of them was this uh hitman from philadelphia and he was so like he was such an ape i forget his name but i'll send you the video later because you have to watch it but the reporter's talking to this guy years after when he's out of uh He's out of jail, or... I forget what happened. No, his brother was killed, or he was never convicted or something, or only did 10 years. Anyway, he's out now, and all these, like, former cops and shit are like, I don't think he's reformed. I think, like, he could do this again, blah, blah, blah. And he is, like, totally a sociopath. And, uh, he's like, after I got out of prison, I still had thoughts of revenge. Like, the reporter's asking, like, do you still feel violent? she, She was like... Like what? You, you're gonna get him, get him back? How? He's like, well, I would think like maybe injecting their wife with AIDS or something. Damn! <laughs> like, out of nowhere. Well, that's uh, no longer a death. Oh sentence. no, it was. It was the, I remember now. It was the guy reporter. Uh, forget his name now, but <laughs> the face, I'm just sending the video because the face he makes in it when the guy says the AIDS thing, it's like, it looks like a fucking like Daily Show type response. Like he's like, <laughs> hmm. his face right away is like a yeah, it's like a disgusted hmm. 
Where are you going to get Obama, it? It's a very Obama face. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's like the logistics of that whole thing. We were talking about that too. <laughs> I, had to pa- I had to roll that back and be like, wait, you're going to do what? That was your plan? The yeah. logistics of this is so stupid. It would be I one thing a, if you had I it and you were like... a vial of AIDS blood stat. <laughs> like you're asking around on Craigslist or something or just going up to some guy you know has AIDS and just... Yoink! Getting a syringe of his blood and you're What? Hey! Hey! <laughs> a little bit of his hair. He thinks a mosquito bit him? Yeah. The hell? People are so ignorant about that anyway. Yeah, people don't understand AIDS still. People don't understand any disease. I guess it makes sense with COVID. It's like, even with the internet and stuff, people still think, like, if you don't have the mask over your nose, it's okay. You only have to have it over your mouth. Like, people would say that. So I believe that people, it makes sense why people were so stupid the, about like, AIDS. the, like, anti-vaxxers or just people that don't believe that it was a real thing and it's just a cold, blah, 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 blah. They're, in their head, they must think there's a certain point in time where we, we must have had to stop believing things that are told to us. But the stuff before that's okay. I don't yeah. understand. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of adults like that. Who when is the turning point? Like, they've believed basically everything they were told up until, like, two years ago, and then they get Q-pilled, they get red-pilled, and then everything is fake. Everything on CNN is fake. Every president has been a member of the Bilderberg group. Everything is the, the matrix that you have to break out of. But then yeah. they still like, uh, they're still like, oh, I love Reba. I love Reba and Kenny Chesney and who Garth doesn't? Brooks. Even though all of them are pedophiles and they drink child blood, like, I still like all that stuff. But all this stuff from now on, like, everyone that's on TV now is a pedophile and they drink child blood. This is the banality of evil, right? Like, it's way easier to square away that it's a big conspiracy instead of just like, hey, this, like, this system blows. (laughs) Losing our freedoms here in Obamaville. And we're back. Accidentally stopped my recording. The Bilderbergs took us down. We were, ta- we were speaking too much truth yep. about politics and the realities of the world. The second I said capitalism. That's why Jimmy Buffett got taken down. Oh, yeah. R.I.P. Yeah, rest, rest in, in power, peace. Jimmy Buffett. Rest in power. Rest in pina coladas. <laughs> <laughs> Alex just put his Black fist power. up. <laughs> Beach power. <laughs> Small white Bubba's back at it. Uh, I'm feeling today mm-hmm. for uh, Derek. I'm feeling for all the Salt Life guys. Probably many yeah, deadheads. Definitely. There's a crossover there. Did he ever do that cruise to Antarctica? Remember we talked about that on like an early episode of the podcast? That's how he died. Yeah, he was in the middle of the, the ice. Jimmy Buffett. And- he was made for the beach. They should make a an icebreaker like the, the, the David Attenborough. They should make that into the, the, the USS Jimmy It really Jimmy happened Buffett. in December. Did they actually do this? I mean, the, I, hmm. holy shit! I see a contest for entering it. Uh, Adventure no to Antarctica with coral reefer friends. He died. In a coral wow, reefer? this website loads. This loads slow as fuck. Mm. He's dead. Typical now. lazy <laughs> bastard sitting on the beach. Probably all the guys who run the server room. They're out on the beach <laughs> sipping a mixed drink. They're drunk. They're drinking their fucking their Malibus. Well, they're show- I see penguins on this website. They should okay. Take well, those in off September of, of last year, that's false advertising. They're in all September dead. of last year. He postponed dates due to health issues and brief hospitalization. So I doubt he took a fucking boat to Antarctica. That that would have killed him. No, I don't think he now. did that. I see the advertising for it, but I don't see any pictures or like. Yeah, 
I wouldn't want to go to Antarctica, really. I mean, it would be Why cool not? to see it, but I don't know. It would have to be a cool boat or a cool plane, because you would be on that plane for so long. On the evening of September 1st, 2023, my friend Jimmy Buffett died. He fucking died. <laughs> I love doing the Donald tweet with everybody that does. <laughs> Dave Chappelle going into a serious <laughs> talk about Jimmy Buffett dying. <laughs> I love serious Dave. Uh, has anyone retweeted the 8 million people saying vaxxed in all the quote tweets about Jimmy Buffett's death? Oh, no. <laughs> it's just so unfunny now. I think I don't even notice. I think if those I see those jokes, my eyes don't let me. Yeah. They're, they're censored. <laughs> you can't even get mad about it, really. It's just like, eh. It's like, it's no. like people saying Harambe. It's on that I'm level. I'm glad. When I see people doing that, I'm privileged because I'm, I'm, I have a quick wit. I can think of my own jokes. And I'm glad that people are feeling happy enough to attempt a joke you know yeah if you want you know, if it's that harmless. makes them laugh that's fine if if they think that they're the first person to say it or even the 15,000th to say it that's okay too <laughs> yeah and like i said it's good that it invalidates the conservative vax hysteria where every time a, a, someone dies it's all jokes people making fun of them and i i like to think that they're like hey th this is serious you guys this is this is serious that he died from the vaccine. I don't know why. Stop fucking around, you guys. This is serious. One of my favorite eras on Twitter was weird Twitter when people would call each other out for quote-unquote stealing jokes when the truth is like <laughs> they just thought of the uh, their own simple pun <laughs> like yeah. years later. Um, Home Halfway was great at that. He'd, he'd be so fucking proud and he'd have like an actual tweet popping off with like, you know, 400 retweets in the first hour. And then somebody would reply with, like, fucking, that David A. Hughes guy would reply with, like, his, like, almost word for word, same easy pun from, like, eight years before. And he's like, oh, mate, stealing it from me, yeah? I'm like, no. You're both just stupid. <laughs> like, yeah. It's guys who aren't actually funny. They don't have any wit. So they go down the list of easiest jokes. They're all trying to stumble on uh, twerking hard or hardly twerking. Exactly. That's, like, the <laughs> holy grail. shit. All, all 50,000 guys who thought of that, Ooh, including Lena Dunham. Yeah, Lena Dunham tweeting that, everyone going, fuck you, and she deleted it. Yeah, she tweeted it in, like, 2015, and everyone was like, are you serious? <laughs> That's some shit to go tweet right now. Aaron's doing it, I bet. I'm doing it, yeah, on the show account. <laughs> it's pretty good. Or tricking hard or hardly twerking. Lena rocks. I, lo I love that tweet she did about putting her body on the steps of the Capitol or whatever, or the CDC. If she dies of COVID, like doing that thing with uh, that people did with AIDS. Oh my God! Not to bring up AIDS again. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, it's so AIDS funny app. to do that, especially when it's like Omicron. It's like, come, oh come on, you're like 38, you're not gonna die. <laughs> Just drink some water, get some rest. You're all right. Oh no, I just I might have COVID game. right now. Uh oh, take it, I'm fucking. I'm doing live. a flu episode of the pod. Yeah, I don't have any. It's sort of, I, I have like the sniffles and like everybody in my there? work site's been sick over the last two weeks. I maybe you guys should get a Joe Biden. He gives us stuff. I think I have a couple tests left, but I heard they don't work. Uh, uh yeah, they expire. They're just they're supposedly not as accurate. And I think the only thing like you can really tell they don't work is, uh, you know, if you ever take one that like the control strip shows up like right away. Um, if they're mm. expired, it takes like 10 minutes for the control to show it too, so I wouldn't really trust that. Oh, I have no lines. I'm not sick. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing there. I'm just imagining it. It's a placebo. 
There has been a, a lot of um, around just around the job site because like people have been sick, people have been talking about COVID, and then I would say like ninety percent of the people I work with are like openly like conservative. And uh, so the fact that they're talking really, about it, <laughs> they're all well, they're all really like, oh, we're gonna get another lockdown. They're gonna do a, a good control of food for inflation, and um, I just have like they're they're not gonna do it right like there's not gonna be a it's the moment has passed yeah i don't think that's especially in alberta fuck no shot it's gonna happen here it would be such an uphill battle to get like like everybody masking again and stuff what if they only did it in like texas and florida lockdown they should do that (laughs) i think desantis punitively what desantis should do is say i'm gonna take a vacation you guys for a couple months and you're not gonna see me and i'm gonna appoint the lieutenant governor and then the lieutenant governor does the Gretchen Whitmer stuff, maximum lockdown, and then he comes back a month later and says, I killed her. I killed her. I can't believe they did that, you guys. You know, like, because there's no way he's going to get to repeat that, the lockdown thing. Man, Gretchen had to deal with some... Well, it's funny that... I'm not even sure if there was any credible deaths against death threats against Gretchen Whitmer because all those guys were set up by an FBI agent going, you know what would be awesome to do, guys? Let's do it. And then they all planned it. And he's like, you're arrested. <laughs> yeah, they got trolled. Well, and, and, and then that person turned out to be actually like a guy and it was just cosplaying as like his aunt or whatever. Oh, really? Yeah. Gretchen. Oh, yeah, Gretchen. Oh, yeah. Remember? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, it was some weird guy pretending to be a governor. That guy was fucking... The guy that... uh. For for those of you that don't remember, there was a guy that was a weird Twitter guy, and he existed kind of on his own account as well, but in a lesser way. But he would he basically was cosplaying and catfishing as his own aunt for years, and it would be like she was basically like brunette Reba McIntyre, but she'd be like, "Y'all, this new Migos is fire," like that type of tweet. <laughs> yeah, like the like, Twitter grandma. Yeah, except it's a twenty-two-year-old guy. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's generous. He was like 30 doing it, and it was like his 48-year-old aunt. <laughs> God. It was because he was telling girls, uh, you know, my nephew is actually yeah, pretty Yeah, he was hot. trying to set himself up. He's like, oh, I see you live in Omaha. My nephew lives there. Who gets set him. up by their aunt, anyway? Me. Not me. Oh, we're gonna have to debate this, Michael. Alright. Th- and then there's, like, the Brooklyn <laughs> biatch as well, right? Which, like, I think the prevalent, like, the prevailing theory is that not only was it home halfway, but it was like a few guys pretending to be the woke sex worker the, with the leftist pimp. Yeah, it was that one. Right? It was that one comedian, Whit Power. And <laughs> is that his name? But like, <laughs> like what's the? Is it was it just to like try and get into like ladies' group chats so they can like you know like lie about having a period app or whatever? Maybe. Like, I think that they also thought it was some sort of like a creative exercise. Yeah, like this is I, practice for being an actor. It was definitely a weird infiltration thing, and they tried to say it was like a social experiment or something, I'm sure, when they planned on doing that. But also, like, I don't know if it mattered to any of those guys as much that it was a woman or not. I think they just wanted, like, the uh, Tom Sawyer funeral type thing. Like, what's everyone going to say about me when I'm not around? And they just Mm, sit on their other account as someone else. Like, they just wanted attention or whatever. It was like a way to get attention, like vicariously. They would like Home Halfway would use it to link his own tweets, like Home Halfway tweets in a DM. And be like, "Isn't this funny?" <laughs> yeah, that's how we got caught. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Check out my tweet, you guys." And then it was Home Halfway, but he posted it as the Brooklyn Biatch. 
<laughs> that's yeah, yeah yeah god he's uh, so cool he's such a psycho it's awesome he truly like that was the happiest he ever felt was getting 2,000 retweets on hard, uh, twerking hard or hardly twerking nope Helen Hunt but only with Helen, Helen, Helen Hunt but <laughs> Helen twerking like going into the content mines and just mining all day and you find something like that like Helen Hunt and Helen Hungry oh my god I did it you guys that was like the, the happiest day of his life and it's it's he's brute forcing it. You have me where I just remember that some dumbass kid that I knew would say Mortal Kombat like motor comeback. So I search it on Twitter and find a bunch of people calling it that, or just saying like they remembered when their sibling called it that. And I post that and get like a thousand faves. <laughs> Those guys are like, oh dang it! What was the one we were talking about yesterday? Uh, now I got to remember. It was motor comeback and then something else. Hmm. Hmm. I literally already mm. forgot. We were talking oh, about a bunch during of the Fortnite stream. We were talking. We were talking about motorcycle. The motorcycle. Yeah, but there was, was yeah macaroni and cheese. Was, motorcycle. Motor. Murder psychos. Murder psycho is a good one. Yeah. Murder, <laughs> murder psycho. Dude, I, they don't got wear helmets on a murder psycho here. <laughs> what? Man, I wish I had been dumber as a kid so I could say shit like that. I wish I could talk about motor comeback. I wasn't even allowed to play motor comeback because it was M. <laughs> M for mom doesn't let me play this. Yeah. M for mom can't see this game. <laughs> That's what M meant in my house. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you're playing it. Fuck it. Yeah, games are actually not really... There aren't really any games that you can't show to, like, a 16-year-old, I guess. Obviously, we're not talking about, like, hentai games that come up when, you, when you're on the Steam, the Steam Top Sellers page. But like stuff like Grand Theft Auto, I never got why parents were like, we cannot let our kid play San Andreas. Like, it's not that violent of a game. Really not that, uh, I don't think anyone was damaged by playing that as a, as a middle schooler. I played that game to drive around and crash the cars aspect of it, not really like the gangsta. <laughs> I wasn't really fucking around with like the, uh, I wasn't really fucking around with the, um, being a G strip club and all that. Oh yeah, I never liked the strip club. The strip club's boring. It's just a quick time event. I want to play the game. If I can beat somebody up, I'll go in there, but I don't want to just, like, sit and watch a, a fake 3D stripper gyrate. And it says press X to give her money. That's not fun. I rarely played the, uh... I rarely played the, uh... GTA games proper, properly. I'd usually just let my brothers unlock shit and then hop in and use cheat codes to spawn tanks and shit. The early ones were kind of hard to finish. I remember getting stuck on San Andreas on the helicopter mission. I probably could have beat it if I put more time into it, but the toy helicopter mission, the controls on that are ridiculous. You have to fly it around like through buildings and stuff, and you have to beat it. You can't skip it. In the later games, in GTA V, they added the skip thing, so if you fail one, one section of one story mission over and over again for some reason, you can just skip it. Which is nice, because a lot of the time there'll be something like that, where it's like, you know, can I just play the game? Why do I have to do this helicopter? I wonder how many things I, I would go back to and, like, revisit now that I thought were hard as fuck. But now that I'm, like, older, it'd be easy as shit. Or how many would be, like, even harder? <laughs> I always tell myself that when I'm playing, like, a Mario game and I can't figure out a puzzle. I'm like, this is made for literal children to figure out. Just put your mind to it, buddy. Well... Children are stupid, too. Out. A lot of children are bad at video mm -hmm. games and can't beat them. I've used that for so many things in life, like, uh, psyching myself out to, like, go on a scary roller coaster. Looking around at oh, the yeah. and being like, that's a little kid right there, he's going on it. I'm fine. 
I went back and found the malapropism that we couldn't remember. Oh, it was a uh, drastic park. Drastic, oh, yeah, drastic park. park. That was a good one. <laughs> yeah, they made some drastic decisions when it came time to uh, take on the dinos. Dino souls. Dino souls. Dinos. <laughs> oh, I was a dinosaur kid though. Dinosaur kids are special. I never really liked dinosaurs that much. I had a dino phase. Yeah, you. You should for where you live in the world. Mm-hmm. A lot of dino shit around yeah, there. Yeah, there are a lot of fossils up in there. That's where the cockmonger picture was taken. Drumheller. That's or at right. Least that's where yeah. his t shirt Yeah, well, that's where he was. Yeah. The Drumheller Museum is so sick. It's awesome. It's, like, it's crazy because you're just like this little crumb bum, shitty ass you your own town. And then there's picture a picture there wearing one of those shirts <laughs> in the museum. So and then you awesome. walk into the museum and it's like a world class museum that you'd expect to be in like a major world city. Um, it, it's like it doesn't fit with the rest of the city whatsoever. Yeah, very it's, cool. It's really pretty. Also, just the landscape it looks like it's uh, parts of it you could lie and say it's like Ireland or Iceland, like from the the angle of the hills and shit. It's funny. Oh yeah. Did you know there was once a plan to make the Peace River Israel? What really? Yeah, back in like the 1920s or something, there was an idea to send all the Jews there. They should do it now. Well, well don't do that. They I mean, if they want to go there, <laughs> I mean, I grew up five minutes away, like a five minute drive from the Peace River when I was like a little ass kid. Spent a lot of time there. A lot of real estate. Yeah, someone figured, well, this is empty and it's probably easier to take over than the Middle East. Yeah. Why, <laughs> why didn't they go that route then? Too cold, I guess. Yeah. Sucks. And it doesn't have any of the familiar stuff from the Bible. Yeah, I guess that too. But like, we should spend the rest of the pod path. figuring that shit out. The whole Israel. Thing. Yeah, let's let's sit down. <laughs> let's. You got Israel. Let's put our minds to it. Now one of them's Jewish and the other one is Christian or something. No, and, or, I'm no. An, I'm a bit no, of an expert Buddhist? on the region because I've I've read the Old Testament. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Speaking of Old Testament, how's uh how's Andrew's how's AR15's Bible progress going? He reached the Song of Solomon, so he is slapping his shit. He is, oh, 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 yep. oh your, all your legs are oh, those of, a, of an antelope. I'm, oh. I'm going to begat. I'm going to begat all over my floor. Oh, I just, be, oh, I just begat <laughs> Methuselah. <laughs> oh, Methuselah. Oh, <laughs> oh, Methuselah. Going to his fucking giant ass mega church. Oh, I love God. It's so funny that he does that. It's so funny to be a trad guy and you go to a mega church that looks exactly like a stadium. I can't believe he doesn't go to like some fucking Latin pre-Vatican II Catholic church, but hey. Well, he doesn't like Catholic stuff. It's interesting. Those guys, it's, uh, they're very similar to the trad cath type of guys, like the Red Ten Meg guys, but none of them are Catholic. He probably doesn't agree with how the Catholics treat the, the bi guys. <laughs> <laughs> it might just be uh, that he's so far from the coast. Yeah, I, that is I like, assume it's just that he's, yeah, it's all... Harder to find Catholic churches than if you're in New York or D.C. or something. Yeah, they, they kind of stay out of the middle like that, huh? You got them in Louisiana all over. I mean, hell, they're called parishes there for the towns. But he was getting yelled at in the, uh, in the DM, or no, not in the DM, by the, in the Discord by Whatley. Let me pull that up. Pretty funny that, uh, that AR-15 responded to Tom on Twitter the other day. Oh, here it is. Oh, yeah, it's because he was posting this. So he says, 
I want to give some constructive criticism here. Remember that I am high-functioning autistic and still trying to figure some things out myself, so this is not meant as anything but trying to help. We had a conversation recently about self-defense and how you wanted to use a 50 cal BMG for that, and even suggested you were excited about what it could do to a person. This came off not just immature, but slightly disturbing to me. I was considering it might have been joking, but you referred back to that conversation later, after you were talking about going through a rough time and Melanie pushing you away. I reminded you that Melanie doesn't owe any of us her time and attention, and that she's been very busy and under a lot of stress and you reacted very angrily towards me. There are times you seem like a nice dude, but there are also times that seem to be beyond simple immaturity into attention-seeking or needy behaviors. I would suggest working on those things. I won't claim to be perfect, but when people I like or respect have brought things to my attention constructively, I've tried to listen. On the other hand, some people have gotten frustrated with your response or lack thereof to constructive criticism. Go. And that got two 100 uh, emojis from the mods. Oh shit! They hate his ass so much. I thought you were gonna say it got two a hundred thumbs ups, <laughs> like a hundred. <laughs> it got up to a hundred thumbs up <laughs> reacts. Yeah, two hundred likes, and he uh, he did say like, okay, yeah, well, I understand. Yes, oh yeah, mm hmm, mm hmm. And then of course the next day he just comes in and says, oh, guys, I got one hour of sleep. Time to eat my beef stick breakfast and do eight thousand sit ups, like correcting people on shit. Doing the car, the, I call it the carnival diet. That's what it should be called. Fucking clowns on it. But, uh, <laughs> the, being on the carnivore diet, but just eating the big, like three dollars Slim Jims, the giant spicy ones. So <laughs> funny. He says he doesn't have time to go to the grocery store somehow. Bro, meat's like one of the quickest. Oh, he's got to he go to the gym for three hours. He can sit there. He can sit there replying to Melanie Max tweets on his phone while cooking meat. It's so easy. Yeah. It's you can listen to a podcast while you do it. You can I look at my phone all the time do. while cooking meat. Really easy. Yeah, easy to do. You know, you know what that post reminds me of? Like the Watley one. It's very reminiscent of like mid aughts forum culture. Yeah. Where like there's a couple of these like pariahs that are a part of your community and they haven't done anything like egregious enough to get banned, mm. but everyone just fucking hates their asses and kind of tolerates them because it creates Topics of discussion. Yeah, they're yeah, the heel. You need a, right? you need a yeah. scapegoat for everyone's anger. You always need those like in your little community. Unless you turn on each other. A lot of those yeah. guys also think, wait a minute, if we get rid of this guy, who's the next guy on deck to be this guy? Is it me? Yep. And it could be any of them. If you're on Game Facts, it could be you. It could be you. But yeah, it is funny uh, seeing them try to deal with him. If it was ever me, I would just leave. Yeah, I think if I was in a Discord like that and everyone didn't like me, I would just leave. Yeah, turn off notifications. Um, he's sunk cost. He was he's sunk cost though with her. Like he can't leave now. Yeah, it's so far yeah. in. It's one of those things where if he accepts now that Melanie doesn't like him, that this was a waste of time, that her fan base doesn't like him, that she that he's personally brought her a lot of scrutiny that she doesn't like and that's made her life worse. Where there are people like going through her replies, looking at all of her fans, and gang-stalking them. Which I don't condone, by the way. I don't condone, but it is funny <laughs> that it's happening. Yeah. But there was a, another thing that Michael pulled up earlier that I wanted to read. It's our old friend Mead. And uh, he's popped up oh, again. Oh yeah, I because, miss him. Uh, weird, uh, resentful country singers in Virginia trying to go viral. That's been a topic of conversation. Uh, Matt Walsh was talking about the ginger beard guy. 
August eleventh. Mm, ginger it is beer. Funny the song that went viral is by the, the guy from Richmond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, so this is an account called Skelton M E A eight one four six seven, which is and, his birthday, uh, August fourteenth, nineteen sixty seven. God, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> that would be funny. If he was like sixty. So it says, Mead Skelton is a right-wing singer who has written many songs just as good, if not better. He wrote several songs for Donald Trump. That makes it sound like Donald Trump covered them. No one is promoting him. (laughs) This seems like AstroTurf to me. Even if the guy is talented, yes, but he didn't even write the song. So he's he's right that it's AstroTurf, but he's also asking that Mead, who's not him, by the way, uh, this guy I I like on YouTube, Mead Skelton, why don't they Mm -hmm. give him a bunch of right-wing money? They should. And then someone replies, just some random guy, his singing is more soulful and he's not actually a right-wing singer. He sings about the pain of ordinary people and blames it on both the right and left. Mead is just a Trump cheerleader with no nuance. He should stick to cowboy songs. More people like that style. He replies again, (laughs) Mead doesn't fake an accent when he sings, like Oliver Oliver Anthony's accent is very over the top. Mead is a great twang-free country singer. And then he says, Mead doesn't have a... uh, this guy, Jan Sobieski, which is, I think, uh, a Polish general from, like, the 1600s. Meat doesn't have a strong regional <laughs> accent because hell. he didn't grow up out in the country in a blue-collar family. He does have this weird breathy lilt to his voice, but that's only when he's talking. Then he replies again, <laughs> that's not really the point. Meat doesn't need to put on a fake country accent, and he's still a real country singer. And at that point, he stops replying. I think having a twang to your country voice to Meat is, like... Having fucking sagging pants as a rapper. <laughs> Uncouth. Yep, you're setting a bad example for these youngsters. And the funniest thing that he says is, oh, someone says, or that, that guy says again, are you Mead's boyfriend or something? You're just chilling away like a promoter. Anthony hit a very sensitive note with a lot of people. They feel his song says what they feel. Skelton hasn't spoken for a huge number of people in his songs. And then he replies, no, I just stumbled on Matt Walsh's post. Mead is also very not gay. He was engaged to Miranda <laughs> Lambert for a time. What? What, <laughs> what a liar. And then Jan Sobieski says, really? Did Mead live in Texas? Because I know Miranda's family and she's never lived in Virginia. Then he says, how do you know her family? Mead probably met her on tour. He went out west a few times. And then I, that's the last reply bro. about that. But just doing it with Miranda Lambert to begin <laughs> with is the funniest gig. Like. He is very not gay. It's to say you're yeah to say you're married. It's like it's very close to say oh no he's he has a he, a crush on Judy Garland. No, he would I fuck am, Liza Minnelli. I am very not gay. No, I I beat off to Charlie XCX all day long. <laughs> She's a queen. What was, that, what was that email he sent us about a band of like gay men in a truck pulling up and harassing him about his fucking sexy ass? Oh yeah, he got like a, yeah, guys came up with truck nuts and a, a big old rolling coal truck and we're like, hey, look, look, mm. we're gonna bend you over and fuck you, nice butt. Yeah, you want a bottom for us? Uh, I I found the email again. I do not hate homosexuals, but they burn in desire for of lust for one another. Burn in desire. Back when I was 30 years old and in better shape, I was riding my bike in parks at a stoplight when a large pickup truck 
uh, pulled up beside me. I was not dressed in any flamboyant way, just a Lie. pair of blue jeans and a t-shirt. <laughs> I heard a voice emerge forth and say, hey, buddy, nice ass. <laughs> At first, I thought they were talking about someone else and paid it no mind, thinking it was only a joke. I brushed it off. However, they said not once, not twice, but thrice. I was sexually assaulted by one of the roving bands of homosexuals the Bible warns us about. I never peddled it so hard. I never, <laughs> I never peddled it so hard home in my life and had to take a shower to wash away the filth that was f- spewed forth upon my person. Damn. <laughs> Gang of butt thugs roll, roll over him. You, you can assume all you want about me, but I maintain that I love women, have always loved women, and I pray for homosexuals. It isn't the gay people I object to. It's the sin of their homosexuality. For Christ in the Confederacy, meet Skeldon Half. My favorite part of that is the implication that he otherwise wouldn't have taken a shower after getting home off his bike ride as a big fat guy in the middle of the summer. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we ever said what Tom's reply to that email was. I wasn't aware of it until now looking at this thread. Tom replied and just said, you got a big stinky ass. Yeah, they want to fuck it. <laughs> the roving bands of gays uh, and their pickup trucks. I saw some truck nuts the band other day. Of homosexuals. I saw some actual truck nuts in the in the wild. The last truck nuts I saw were like they weren't colored, they were just the pink ones and they had like the fake hair on them. <laughs> they're so gross. Oh, that's so gross. Ew. That's nasty. <laughs> Gotta get some manscaped. Use promo code CHAPOFYM for twenty. You gotta manscape How your truck. Do they nuts? Usually give how much do they give promos for on, on Manscaped? Probably 20. <laughs> like a 20% off? Free shipping on your next order? Yes. The Lawnmower 4.0? They keep making new ones. Could it actually be that good? Did they really well, improve not it four they have times? To keep making new ones. If they fucking pay me to say so, yeah. Otherwise, use your roommate's clippers, guys. Use, Ooh, your, yeah, yeah. Use, use your roommate's clippers for your balls. And then yours for the rest of you yeah and then your roommate can do the same thing but you just never tell each other so you're it's, yeah. it's fine yep that's what um you're no evil speak no evil see no evil means. <laughs> see we're out here doing leftist male advice yep. god i just cannot get over that mead thing he doesn't I'm, realize it's in his by name the way, mead skeleton is very mead. not gay mead by the way coming on like it's like, how is that even real? How is he a real person that he's doing that? It, that he's coming on a, a burner account that's just his legal name and then saying, Mead is very not gay, and he was actually engaged to Miranda, Miranda Lambert. Lambert. And there's no record of this anywhere, for some reason, that this very <laughs> famous country singer with a long Wikipedia article, it, there's nothing about her being engaged to this guy. Who's she married been, to now, by the way? Um, Blake Shelton. Nope. Blake Skelton. Gwen's does. His brother. Uh, She was married to Blake Shelton. Now she's married to Brendan McLaughlin. Mm. Okay. An NYPD officer. Oh, great. Damn. Wow. (laughs) Maybe maybe me thought he could get away with it because, like, Shelton sounds kind of like Skelton. Oh. (laughs) I was actually, or he was actually married to Miranda Lambert from 2011 to 2015. My name is Blake Skelton, and I'm married to Gwen Stefani. <laughs> Blake Skelton. I don't, I don't be like terrible. her hip hop stylings. 
Oh, B-A-N-A-N-A-S, my ass. I wish you would have a white backing band. I don't like the Harajuku girls. They're a little bit too exotic for me. I, I don't really like her old work in no doubt. I do not like the Sri Lankan man. <laughs> I still love the idea of him pretending he's never heard Elton John. <laughs> I know. Come on. Bro, he's not gay. How would he? <laughs> it's like when Coheed and Cambria would say they didn't listen to Rush. <laughs> I would love to. Uh, yeah, yeah. I would love to troll me with the, the, the Elton John thing and be like, ah, oh, this is whatever his local radio station is an rva wrva and be like all you have to do is sing the rest of this song and play like candle in the wind or some shit and fucking some classic elton john like mega hit rocket man and he wouldn't be able to fucking control himself man yeah he, he would he do it for like he says for 50 dollars to a steakhouse and he'd be like he would sing the entire thing <laughs> 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 Sing Candle in the Wind and win a, a $50 gift card to Outback. Oh, man. I, he'd, he'd fucking do it a cappella. They're going to do that for the 30-year anniversary of Princess Die dying. Princess Die. That's uh, why they called her I that. went over to, to Mead's fucking YouTube page, and he's campaigning to get his music on the Planet Fitness like playlist, which... I guess there's like a website you can download or like an app, a website you can download, boomer ass. <laughs> yeah, Ooh. there's an app you can get and you can request songs for Planet Fitness or something. And I'm looking at the transcript. Um, your local Planet Fitness, isn't it horrible folks have to listen to dance music and hippity hop? Wouldn't it be nicer to listen to sweet tea while you're on the elliptical or those bad things you the do song while about you're doing being your fat. chest press? The song um, about being a big old corn pone southerners. Oh, I gotta suck down my sugar. Gotta suck down my two hundred grams of sugar. He uh, he. The transcript though at one point calls it meat scout instead of meat skeleton. Meat, yeah, he's a meat scout, all right. At Planet Fitness, yeah, he is. I'm trying to get hired by Planet Fitness as their meat when scout he, in the locker when, room. When he first started, he was a chub scout. Chub scout. I got my badges. <laughs> I'm looking for spots to go cruising and perhaps dogging. Oh, yeah, why would anyone want to listen to hip-hop or dance music while exercising? They should want to listen to a slow-ass country song with no drums. That's good exercise music. Oh my goodness, this sweet tea is delightful. I am on dick for this sweet tea. <laughs> sweet tea is so fucking disgusting. The fact that people drink no, that, like, well, big old 32-ounce cups of... Like, tea is great. Do you like non-sweet sun-brewed tea? Yeah, tea is great. But people, they just dump sugar you into it. You guys ever do that, where you put it out in the sun and cook it? No. No. You never cold did that here. growing up? Bro, it's iced tea if, in that case. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Too cold here. Aaron, you should make that at work on the work site. Can Max one knocks over your big fucking glass <laughs> pot of tea? Fuck! Bro, I was Dude, there's that. this fucking... There's this drywaller that has a George Foreman grill in his job box and will like fucking roast hot dogs and stuff. But yet every week at our safety meeting, we're told that like, you're only allowed water when you're out on site. Like this will be you'll be kicked off site if they see you eating a Kit Kat or like drinking a Gatorade. But somehow these drywallers get away with having a fucking grill and stinking up an entire floor <laughs> like hot dogs. It's fucked up, man. God. And that's uh. using electricity on site, too. That's kind of wild to yeah, do. Yeah, I mean... Because you're, like, plugging in your shit. Like, do they ban snacks from on site so there's not garbage in the walls? Yeah, and I, like, I think part of the reasoning is, like, spilling stuff on the concrete can, like, damage it. 
Yeah. If it's like too acidic or I, whatever. I can see it getting out of hand really quick. I get why they don't trust those guys. People bring their shit. Because they pee in the Gatorade bottles, they leave it inside the wall, they think everything yep. is the trash. They have no respect for it. And it ruins it for everybody. It would be nice if people could have food in there. And that's just the bosses, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Blame it on well, the employees. Leave piss bottles everywhere, say it was the employees. Late stage capitalism. That's late stage mm -hmm. capitalism for you. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> yeah, they should. You got construction workers acting like they're living in the Kowloon walled city, just peeing in their peeing in the Gatorade bottles. Even though the bathroom's right there, making a mess yeah. like that. You, <laughs> you pee in the Gatorade bottle that's full, then go spike it into the portageon. It splashes all over. <laughs> so I've got a nasty. Kind of shoot a glunk. So God. there's these. Speaking about like pissing on 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 the job. Um, Here we go. I, I've gained some sympathy for leaving the piss bottle in the wall because yeah, I don't actually care. Like the building that I'm working at now is like eight stories, and they do have these like weird little um, shitters that they bring up, mm -hmm. like outhouses or whatever. But for whatever reason, they're fucking convertible shitters, so they don't have like a top on them at all, and so. <laughs> Like and, for and a in really the back, emergency diarrhea. Yeah, yeah. So you can like go and take a shit, but like if someone's like driving by on a scissor lift, they can just like look down into you taking a shit. <laughs> and like if you want to piss in the toilet that's like walled in, you're like standing up and like your shoulders are above. So you're just like looking at people doing work like as you're pissing. <laughs> that's cool. And then in the back of it, there's like a, a trough to piss in as well so you could be taking a shit and a guy can like walk up and just like start pissing on your back <laughs> on the back of the the pisser and like it, it's good to have it so you don't have to go down like eight flights of stairs to go like walk out like another fucking 50 feet or more to go take a piss um but i can definitely see if you really need to pee like not wanting to like run down eight flights of stairs just to go and just like well i've got a bottle here i'm just gonna piss in it and leave it in a wall yeah, they should design so that better. There. <laughs> they should just there should just be a big Gatorade bottle that everyone can piss in, like one of those big jugs that they pour on the coach at the end of a game. Like have just have one of those with the big Gatorade logo on it, and everyone can pee in that. And then they dump it off the side at the end. No, you pour it on the best worker or the worst worker at the end of the day. I guess if it's an office building, it doesn't really matter. Like if it was someone's house and you're putting pee in there, that feels nasty to me. Yeah. But if it's an office like a skyscraper, who gives a shit? Yeah, this feels a little bit more ethical. The other thing, too, is if you shit in the open-air shitter, like, you're going to stink up the whole floor like shit. Because yeah, you just took gross. a shit Dude, in there. Everyone's like, going to get mad at you. It's like when Andrew and I were taking that, uh, like, youth group trip to D.C., and the that one kid fucking walks to the back of the bus. We're not even out of the parking lot yet for where we're meeting up to leave from. We're all getting in this bus getting dropped by our parents. This kid walks to the back, takes a big stinky dog shit before the bus is even, like, on. <laughs> Come on, man. It smelled like fucking shit back there the whole time. Thanks to that Man. fucking kid. That's the Scotty Allen Day move. He gets to first thing he gets to work, takes a big shit in the thing with the door open. Let's dox him. I know his name but, still. When I was in grade six, we did like a big class trip to Vancouver. It was like this week long thing. You had to like be good and do fundraising all year to go. And my uh my evil friend, the one that like catfished our uh grade seven teacher when we were later on in high school. Alan. He was like on the uh, yeah, evil Alan. We were on the trip. And it was like our first Dershowitz night we were staying in like this hostel. <laughs> yeah, our went to principal law was like this. 
our principal was this like hard ass guy, like mean basketball coach. And he was like, I hope everyone like slept well last night. And Alan pipes up. He's like, I didn't sleep well last night because all I could hear was Mr. Hartnell farting. <laughs> and so obviously he gets pulled <laughs> off for like accusing the principal of farting. And so as we were like taking the bus to breakfast, his punishment was he had to just sit in like the sh- like the toilet in the back. He had to put his mouth so over like- Mr. Hartnell's ass, <laughs> which which like in high school is such a cruel punishment for a kid. Like you gotta st- sit in the stinky fucking bathroom as we drive for twenty five minutes across that's Vancouver. So gross. So yeah, that's Abu Ghraib shit. <laughs> damn, that's so oh, nasty. <laughs> well, I think it's that teacher's fault for farting. You can't get mad at the yeah. kid for saying that that you're farting. I remember they had like a back and forth, and like the teacher would say, or principal would say, like, "No, I wasn't farting. It was, it was like oh, I heard you. I heard you. Yeah, you were. <laughs> it's nasty. <laughs> People think kids I don't are know stupid. How you would know it was how we would know it's the principal if we're like because it was like a dorm because like, dude or uh, hostel with like a whole bunch of bunk beds and dude, stuff. You know, could have been anyone farting. Nah, you know, you know when it's the older. I guess maybe if like the teacher's like fucking walking around and stuff, you could hear it from the footsteps. Maybe it sounded oh, adult. Older guys farts oh, have other yeah. other smells to it, like cigar and stuff for no reason. Yeah, cigars, <laughs> beer, wine, pussy. Uh, you guys ever you caught him eating oatmeal earlier? You guys ever been chilling like on the patio at like a restaurant or, or like a bar or something, and all of a sudden you smell a cigar, but you don't know it's a cigar right away, and you're like, "What the fuck is that stinky turd <laughs> smell?" In my like, some cigars are so fucking foul smelling. Did someone just light eh? a poop? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who's burning poop? Oh, someone just has a hard turd. You go. <laughs> Who's burning poop? Oh, it's that guy sucking on those <laughs> roll of leaves. What a, what a stupid hobby. No offense to you cigar lovers out there, but that's just stupid. So bad at smoking cigars. I was at a bachelor party years ago. They like brought us all these like fucking nice cigars. And mine like kept going out and it was like all fucking wet where you're supposed to suck on it. <laughs> and like a third of the way through, I'm like, fuck this shit. <laughs> I don't even care. I was like, give, give me a beer. <laughs> I always got pissed when people would put down their cigarettes to smoke cigars at like weddings and shit. I'm like, no, cigarettes are better. <laughs> Fuck the cigars. <laughs> I think it's bullshit how the outside and the inside are both leaves. Yeah. They're both leaves. The whole thing is leaves. The outside is leaves and the inside, but it's different types. Maybe I'll be a cigar enjoyer when I'm old. I've smoked yeah. cigars out of boredom before when I'm like <laughs> at a cabin or something. I've smoked cigars out of bowls. <laughs> <laughs> doing that, breaking up a cigar and then emptying it into a bowl and just, just hitting the bowls of tobacco until it's all gone. You're just, oh, no. oh. throwing what up. About, what about somebody? You're at like, you're at like your boss's like vacation home or something, and he, he's gifting out, like giving out these like five hundred dollar cigars, and you immediately just take out a box cutter and slice it open for the weed. <laughs> I'm making a split. What? Well, I'm such a doobie brother. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Smoking a cigar through a bong. <laughs> yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Not bad. Um, ah, we've converted Michael. He's a cigar guy now. Yeah, you light it, let it come into the bong. The second and then time go, I ever... And then you dude, throw the second, up. second time I ever smoked weed was out of a hookah, and it's still one of my favorite ways to smoke, and I've never done it again since. <laughs> you just don't want to ruin the memory? Yeah, it's great. Great time. Not bad at all. Kind of tasty too, because we had like a strawberry sheesh in there before. Nice. Mm. Never tried. I feel like that. I'm too old to go to a hookah bar now. No, you're perfect age. Really? Yeah. 
Plus, you look like you're British. If anyone like gets too close, you'd be like, "Oh, you doing, mate?" Like, <laughs> I'm from Birmingham. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I came to Canada to go to a hookah bar. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> a lot of fucking people do. Not that's not their intent, but a lot of people traveling once they figure out the they got hookahs there. Europeans love it. One of the only times I've been like like racially profiled and I guess like a negative way is uh me and some friends were gonna go meet up at this this hookah bar. This was back in my like my early twenties. We were watching like a UFC and then um me and my friend who was like another white guy went and then we were meeting up with like our Palestinian friend and his girlfriend who was Egyptian. Mm. And so we like went to this hookah bar. We come down and we're like, okay, like what do you have anything drinks? Well or not drinks, any food. Like we look at your menu and then they're just like, nah, we're gonna close down in like an hour here, but like Here's our, our hookah thing. And we're like, oh shit, well, we'll wait for our friends to get here and then see what they want to do. Maybe we'll go somewhere else. And as soon as like my Palestinian friend walked in and they saw it wasn't just like a group of white guys that were like, yeah, so apparently they're closing soon and the kitchen's shutting down. They're like, no, brother, stay, stay. And they just like turned on a bunch of music and like we stayed there for like four hours. <laughs> so awesome. We just needed a fucking escort who was Middle Eastern. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, they should. All the Israelis should go to Peace River and they should give it to get Palestine back. Trying to come into yeah. that hookah bar with an Israeli? You've got your Israeli friend. <laughs> I got one of them. No, 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 God, no, no. Other kind. Other kind. No. <laughs> so good. Other kind of Middle Eastern guy. Well, everybody. Yeah, no, this, this friend's seen some serious shit when he went back home. Like, he was, I, I believe he was born in Canada and has a Canadian passport and everything. But just because he was brown, like when he was at the airport in Tel Aviv, the, you have to like get there eight hours early because oh, yeah. they make him like sit in a room for like six hours just in his underwear with no phone doing like quote unquote security checks. I've seen like TikToks with people showing how much bullshit they go through to get home. Crazy. Yeah. That's yeah. Like illuminated me to their plight like before I guess like looking deeper and like becoming more politically aware as I got older. You, know? you were pro-palestine before you were even not racist anymore yep i was i was pro-palestinian before it was cool i didn't even know israel existed yet <clears throat> that's like me being pro-immigrant uh all the way back in being pro-immigrant anti-juggalo all the way back in 2010 <laughs> yeah i remember subscribing to that page that's so awesome what, what was it called again Ill illegal immigrants can stay deport the juggalos and i gained like 100k <laughs> well back then it was fans you become a fan and I got 100k over like one weekend, and also a lot of death threats. Yeah, if you compare the employment rate and the crime rate, illegal immigrants are going to come out on top, way on top. Yep, juggalos are, go the other way, both both ways. Employment, no, juggalos are awesome. Dude. We watched that video oh, yeah, of uh, Vince partying at his uh, his ex wife's house, and there's just that paint peeling awesome. off the walls, pile of piles of plywood and cinder blocks and garbage in the yard. Lawn hasn't been mowed. There are, like kids around that are just staying up until three a.m. every day. People getting drunk first thing in the morning. People shirtless out on their porch, and you can see them from the highway. And it's leftist. The whole thing is leftist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're anti-establishment. They're drug workers. They're drug they actually... workers. The first gathering was actually in St. Petersburg back in, uh, <laughs> so fucking stupid. That's right. <laughs> they are quite leftist. Uh, incredibly fucking stupid. I hate myself. 
I remember back when they tried to make Juggalos leftists the first time in 2017. Well, not the first time, but the most memorable time back in 2017 mm. when they did like the march against Trump about, or it was just basically saying like stop calling us gangsters. But yeah, and then that one uh, leftist blue check account that had like the sort of furry, uh, what's it called again? With your fursona or fursona picture of like the, I think it's like a rhino or something actually. It reminded me of very like uh, Bebop and Rocksteady type. Oh no, it was mm-hmm. a panda. And then, then she changed it to like with Juggalo makeup and put Juggalo in her bio. But then like in 170,000 tweets for the 10 previous years had never mentioned being a Juggalo or ICP once. <laughs> and she got interviewed by tons of places. Yeah, She's like, yeah, I'm basically the leader of this whole thing. Okay. Yeah, it's inherently cool. leftist to be part of a group of people where everyone thinks you're weird and gross. Because of the stuff you do, you should just try to rack up as many of those as possible. True, very true. Just going to going like when your idea of fun is going and fucking up the toy aisles at somewhere where somebody's making dog shit pay. That's what that's what jugglers are up to most of the time. Mm-hmm. Going to play with toys at the store while they leave their kids at home. <laughs> yeah, leaving the eight year old to babysit the four and two year old. That's what jugglers are like. And it's kind of interesting how ICP has kind of enabled that. They've leaned into it more by uh, not putting out songs about 13-year-olds having nice tits anymore. They don't oh say that God. in the lyrics anymore explicitly. I don't think I've mentioned it, but just go back and... Uh, one of them is taped, and one of them is on video, the other one is just uh, audio, but someone uploaded the ICP Howard Stern episodes. They are such nasty motherfuckers, man. <laughs> Like, there was the one lady being like, I don't like the way these guys are talking about rape and stuff as a victim. And Violent J's like, I'm glad you got raped, bitch. Don't call it saying this stuff, bitch. It's like, ugh. You're such he, a bad legendary gave a, he appearances gave an on Loveline, too. He gave a, an interview a couple years ago where he said, actually, this stuff is about love. So that cancels <laughs> out all the times that those That's guys right. did statutory rape in the 90s and bragged about it in songs. It cancels out that 95% of their fans have domestic abuse convictions. Mm-hmm. It makes them oh. leftist. Oh, yeah, Loveline. I just looked up uh, fucking ICP Loveline. And on that show, well, Violent J makes a rape victim cry. Oh, yeah. From uh, October 25th, 2000. That sounds really leftist. Because his behavior is bad, and people notice that his behavior is bad and antisocial, so that means it's leftist and good, because people think he's stupid. The Howard Stern caller didn't, uh, like, cry. She was more just like, yeah, you guys are losers. Peace. Yeah, you're gonna get too fat to perform in, like, 20 years, and no one's gonna feel bad for you because your entire brand is drinking soda. Well, I will actually You're the drinking them. soda guy. You're like Joshua Jerry, except you're 65. Did- them now though yeah they've leaned into sort of that stuff but also they they got a pr person they don't fuck with their fans the way they used to they've sort of grown up and like they do a lot of business moves and shit around detroit but well violent j doesn't want his daughter to get raped yeah (laughs) yeah they're really you can't bring her around juggalos they're too rich to fuck with those people like they used to it's really funny also there's like they have a splintered fan base too, because some of them are twisted fans now. They hate ICP because they're sellouts. Blah blah blah. Like you're not a real, you're not a real juggler. You're supposed to be poor like us. That is so funny that that happened. That they're competing clown bands and they hate each other now. I miss the era when it was they were all together. They had the helicopter rides. 
They had Rowdy Roddy Piper. They had yep. Polly Shore. They made two different Western movies for some reason. Big yeah, Money Tech Hustlers Nine. and Big Money Rustlers. <laughs> Those are on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I only Watch like the both. YouTube movies. My favorite movies are Big Money Hustlers, Big Money Rustlers, The King of Kong, and Heat. My favorite movie, my favorite movie is YouTube. The whole thing? Yeah, it covers everything. I have it on my tablet. Instead of, <laughs> instead of watching um, movies, you know how people have like movies they watch every year? I just, at the end of the, in December, I watch every trailer. That's it. And then I say I watch every movie. Yeah, you gotta get prepared for Oscar season. Who has time to watch all those fucking movies, right? There should be a letterboxed for trailers. <laughs> where you can just write about the trailers. Like, for people who have I'm ADD gonna, and they can't see a movie. Using, I'm gonna start using letterboxed like that. Or every single one. Meh, didn't, didn't finish. I was looking at my phone a lot. <laughs> <laughs> just rate everything on one because you were looking at your phone. I couldn't pay attention. <laughs> oh, hey. Um, it's like Jack Squirt. Uh, someone sent me this uh, the other day. Um, fucking. Have we been to the, the, the Chaos Josh, one of his friends, Horror Sage on Letterboxd? Maybe. Uh, I feel like I've seen it. Yeah, he's like. His bio on Letterboxd is so fucking cool. Um, so his, his name is the Horror Sage. Good evening and welcome fellow children of chaos. I am your king of the trash movie world and monstrous sex symbol of the 21st century. Better the rain, the garbage pile than to serve the tomato. I am an INFJKTTL lawful chaotic griffin claw. Wow. We who are about to die should never fear death, only being f- forgotten. Death to next f- blah, blah, blah. Death to Netflix, physical media is God. Oh, wow. Um, then he quotes, uh, they might be giants. Um, Perfect. He says, uh, that the quote is, we were once so close to heaven, St. Peter came out and gave us medals, declaring us the nicest of the damned. And then he goes on, if you want to comment in my reviews, go ahead, just don't be a jerk. And if you follow me and I don't follow back, drop a few likes and comments. I don't always get notifications. Also, don't follow me and then unfollow after I follow you. That's a dick move. <laughs> You're lucky anyone follows you, dude. I think that's the Fedora guy. Well, it could okay, be any of those yeah, that, guys. That, that tracks. Yeah, it could I just, be the guy that, the... that peels dead skin off his feet on yeah. camera. It's not the gas station attendant, I don't think. No, the guy who f- falls asleep on the video. Oh wait, there's a link to his. Oh, it, the link to his YouTube is the. Uh... The Chaos Infinity Roundtable playlist. Yeah. I gotta say, I don't really care about your opinion about movies or anything. If you're going to Chaos Infinity's house with the flies and just sitting there talking about Pokemon for two hours, like, I don't think there's a single thing where I would care about your opinion. If you're that guy yeah, and you, you like, that's okay. You're like, this is, yeah. this is awesome. I love this house. I may only inquire on their opinion to find out what the opposite is that I'm going to do. Yeah, no, that it, the the profile, the the it make it's all coming together to me now because yesterday, uh, the person that sent me that DM, McDonald tweets on Twitter, uh, posted a tweet that made me laugh a lot, and it was like of the Chaos Infinity Roundtable, and they said putting this playlist on while Aladdin X Twinks comes over and gets cracked in half like a glow stick. It's <laughs> 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 tickled me so much, and then yeah, the YouTube link from it is like that that same screenshot. So it's really, shout out to that tweet. They're proud really of those. It's so <laughs> wild that they do that. That it's like 
it's not that it's being filmed without their knowledge or one guy's filming it and they don't realize like they're all proud of these <laughs> conversations like they that. have where like it'll straight up be like the top 20 hottest female anime characters and yeah, it'll be like five of the most stereotypical neckbeard guys that you could possibly imagine just talking for uh 45 minutes and there you can visibly see flies around and like bugs crawling up the walls and shit Ugh. and it's dope top 25 movies part six the finale they're all just grooming each other like monkeys picking each other the marvel pornographic universe and it's all guys who have never seen anything because all they know about is nintendo wii and ghostbusters awesome. so they're they're when they rank movies it's like ghostbusters um ninja turtles a uh, Super Mario movie that just came out, um, uh, Rugrats being movie. At, being at Chaos Infinity's house and not being able to do anything because all you're doing is looking for batteries for the remotes. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta you play Metopia. You open up a drawer in the kitchen, look for batteries, it's all just cat turds. <laughs> <laughs> so nasty. I'm taking over his mom's file in Metopia. <laughs> we still have to get to the castle. So Josh said I couldn't re-roll my character. <laughs> we have to finish this one first. So weird. I feel like I'm oh. in the footsteps of a dead woman. Well, everybody, I feel ro- I feel Good. Rosanna's spirit. Uh, check out Chaos Infinity. Check out the Round Table. Check out Pokemon, Nintendo, and uh, oh yeah, we went game. over. The yeah, new- check I out our Patreon. We stopped. This is like an hour ten. The new game yeah. from Bethesda, Seinfeld. That's right. Check out Seinfeld. Check it out. It's on Game Pass. It's on Game Pass. Seinfeld on Game Pass, everybody. Okay. Watching my TV. MSNBC. Looking for some good economic news. Unemployment is rising. The stock market's diving. No wonder Americans all have the blues Losing our freedoms here in Obamaville Waiting for my mortgage to go in default The liberals claim that President Bush is to blame but we know it's Obama's fault. He's taking our health care, making it welfare, so all Americans can be on some pew. Now, isn't it crazy? Taking care of the lazy While hardworking people are paying the bill Losing our freedoms here in Obamaville Waiting for my mortgage to go in default Liberals claim that President Bush is to blame, but we know it's Obama's fault.